The paint in Mrs. Barrington's living room had dried to a putrid shade of chartreuse. The electrician hadn't shown up, and the floor guy was running way behind schedule. Annie looked at the ghastly color and moaned. Mrs. Barrington was not going to be pleased. This was the second time the room had been painted, and this color was much worse than the first. Numbers ran through her head as she calculated the cost of having it painted one more time and wished Mrs. Barrington would stop being so helpful. The woman simply didn't possess the vision to see how a small paint sample would look in large amounts. Wasn't that the reason she hired Annie in the first place? Annie closed her eyes against the onslaught. She felt like she was trapped inside a tube of minty fresh toothpaste. If allowed to do her job, she and the crew would have been out of here ages ago. Instead, they were months past the projected end date, and hardly any progress had been made in the massive remodeling project. Annie was worn out. Most clients were problematic in their own way, but Mrs. Barrington was one of a kind. The pressure of consistently living up to her reputation as the elite designer in San Diego, who came in under budget and on time, was draining the life out of her. Budget problems were never an issue. Because of her reputation, people expected to pay more, and Annie was happy to oblige. The challenge was finishing in a timely fashion. No matter how much leeway she gave herself, it was never enough. Most of the problems occurred from the subcontractor she hired. Over the years, Annie came to the conclusion that somewhere in the contractor's manual, there was a stipulation that they had to be unreliable and flaky. Of course, that was a drastic oversimplification of the problem. There were plenty of reputable contractors out there, but they were in demand, and their time was stretched just as thin as Annie's. Even if you had every aspect of your project planned out to the exact millisecond, the first time a tool broke or a delivery didn't show up, all that planning and preparation would become worthless. Contractors would move on to their next job and bounce back and forth between assignments, trying to keep everyone satisfied, which was impossible. It was a horribly frustrating way to do business, but Annie certainly couldn't afford to have workers standing around with nothing to do until it was time for them to complete their specific task. She was stuck dealing with the status quo. Contractors tended to give her first priority because she paid them the moment she was satisfied with their work. Annie knew how to keep her people happy. Money talked, and the little extra she handed out in the form of a bonus didn't hurt either. She wasn't even above hiring someone under the table as long as their work was exceptional, met code, and got the job done faster. Business was business, and sometimes it got a little cutthroat, even in the designing field. On days like today, she wished she'd reined in her ambition and hadn't been in such a hurry to venture out on her own. At least then, the clients like Mrs. Barrington wouldn't be her sole responsibility, and she wouldn't feel guilty for taking a break now and then. Feeling the need to find a calm place to think, Annie stepped through the rough framework of a doorway meant for a gorgeous pair of etched glass doors that had yet to arrive and out into the courtyard. She parked herself on a decorative concrete bench, which had been placed under the lacy leaves of a white alder, hoping to enjoy the venti-sized bold pick of the day, which she picked up on the way over. After a few moments, Annie realized she might have to rethink the placement of this particular bench. Shaded by the tree, the concrete could not absorb any of the day's warmth, and a pronounced chill began to inch up her body. She was uncomfortable, but since she didn't have the energy or inclination to move, 
She settled in to watch Mrs. Barrington's gardener tend to the most outstanding collection of black roses Annie had ever seen, while her butt slowly turned to ice. Annie used the deep hue of the delicate buds as inspiration for Mrs. Barrington's living room, but she had never been given the chance to capture its beauty. She bit her lower lip and focused on the unusual color of the flower and hoped a light bulb would go off in her head. Originally, the walls were to be the dark black red of the petals with leaf green accents scattered about, but Mrs. Barrington nixed that idea, feeling the dark walls would make the oversized living room feel small. Then the woman made an executive decision and changed the color arrangement without first discussing it with her. Annie had been somewhat placated that the deep green Mrs. Barrington decided on was at least something she could work with, but after the room was painted, Mrs. Barrington decided she hated it and ordered it covered up with a white primer almost before the walls had dried. The color residing in its place was a unique blend only Mrs. Barrington could have come up with.